What's going on, everybody? What's up? It's your boy Wale. And once again, we are live from Bed-Stuy. I'm the voice of the Brooklyn Nets, and I want to appreciate everybody that's taking their time out to listen to this podcast once again for this brand new NBA season. Uh, very appreciative of all those that took their time out to listen. Uh, shout out to all the subscribers out there. Uh, special shout out to my man, Pat Jack from Ladder 111. Uh, one of my fellow co-workers, one of the best firemen I know. Shout out to you, Pat Jack. I know you're listening. Um, but yeah, we got a brand new episode as we have a brand new season. Uh, the NBA season kicked off on Tuesday, October 22nd. And the Nets uh, new season kicked off at home on October 23rd on Wednesday with a electric, electric season opener from the man right now, the, the superstar Kyrie Irving. Uncle Drew himself had himself a wonderful game. Unfortunately, we took the L, but um, from everybody in Barclays, um, I'm sure everybody was super excited. And even though we got the loss to Minnesota, it's only game one of 82. And um, I'll be talking more about it. And uh, along with that, I'll also be talking about um, all 30 teams, just um, giving you a, a brief summarization of all all the 30 teams I'll be playing this season. And you know my projections for them, and um, a couple of stories and headliners that go uh, that goes along with every single team in the NBA. Because, like I said, we got a brand new season, um, very exciting season. Um, the season has been long anticipated with all the power moves made by um, all the stars and superstars um, throughout the off season. Uh, shout out to the Toronto Raptors, the current NBA champions of 2019. Um, but shout out to Kawhi Leonard because. Uh, obviously, Boardman himself had won the championship in Toronto and um, left and currently is right now on the Los Angeles Clippers, um, sharing the Staples Center with the Los Angeles Lakers, who also recently acquired uh, Anthony Davis along with LeBron James. Um, but yeah, that's all going to be further uh, later on into the episode. Uh, so you guys listen up. And I hope you enjoy, all right? Cheer. Hey, what's up? What's up, people? All right, so yes, uh, like I said earlier, I will be uh, uh, giving you a rundown of all the 30 teams of the NBA. Um, certain teams I might go a little bit more in depth because they're of relevance and um, you'll get the ones that are really not too relevant based on my statements or how short they are. Uh, but let's get started. We're gonna get started in the Eastern Conference in the Atlantic Division. Uh, we got Philly. Uh, Philly played Boston, if I'm not mistaken, uh, um, a couple of days ago. Uh, Philly is an excellent team, actually a team that's looking to get out of the Eastern Conference uh, and to represent the Eastern NBA Finals. Got uh, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, Al Horford, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, if he does get a jump shot, uh, you know, they could possibly take the whole thing because the, you know, uh, <clears throat> the window is wide open for everybody right now. Uh, the game against Boston, he wasn't uh, shooting. He, I, I don't think he attempted an outside shot anyway, but um, he's still Ben Simmons, which is, um, you know, 6'10" ball handler extremely fast excellent defender and um he almost had a triple double that game against boston anyway so 
you know, Philly, Philly's here and they're here to stay. Um, Simmons and Embiid, uh, they're not even just the future, they're right now. Embiid is one of the best players in the league as well, too. Uh, looking to try and win MVP and if he can stay healthy um, and the entire team can stay healthy um, they got a shot man and right now they want to know Toronto uh, they are the current NBA champions right now but they are without last year's finals MVP Kawhi Leonard the claw Um, I think they could get into the playoffs especially because this is it's the east but uh i don't see them doing any major damage at all uh one thing that they did do if you didn't know uh the raptors presented them with their championship rings uh they played new orleans by the way on the uh the debut opener on tuesday and they were presented with the largest championship um professional championship rings ever presented 650 diamonds and uh, 40 carats, I believe. Um, just a whole lot of bling, bling. Um, in fact, they were so happy about their championship uh, that they gave a replica that um, I think 20, the first 25,000 uh, people that came inside the arena in Toronto, they got replica rings. Um, that is a real good gesture, but um, if you're giving a real player 650 diamond rings, um, I kind of don't want a replica. I feel like I'm getting played, but that's just me personally. I mean, I'm just saying. Drake also got uh, two custom championship rings with him being the, uh, yes, Drake, Drake the rapper. Um, he got two custom championship rings with him being uh, the ambassador for the Toronto Raptors. So I guess it's well-deserved. He already made music about winning the championship and all that. So, But this year, I don't think so. Get into the playoffs, yeah. Winning the championship, making it past even the first round, we'll see. Uh, Boston. Boston just played Toronto, like I stated previously. Um, they obviously lost um, the guy that the Brooklyn Nets currently have, which is Kyrie Irving. And they also lost Al Horford, who was on the Philly team that I mentioned before. But they did gain uh, Kemba Walker and Enos Cantor to that core of Jalen Brown, uh, Marcus Smart, and Jason Tatum. Uh, I believe they're definitely going to get into the playoffs. Kemba is an all-star point guard. Um but I don't see them making any serious headway neither. We're going to see Brad Stevens, um, who is the coach of the Boston Celtics. We're going to see if, how well he can really coach uh, with this team. Uh, make it to the playoffs, yeah. Go pretty far? I don't think so. Um, Brooklyn is also in the Atlantic division, but I'm going to save them for last when I talk in the last segment, when I you know, talk about basically what our chances and what we're doing. And last but definitely least in the Atlantic Division is the New York Knicks. Uh, As you basketball fans know, they had the third pick of the 2019 NBA Draft, and they selected R.J. Barrett. Uh, R.J. looked good. He he looked pretty good in uh, his rookie rookie game. Um, I believe he had 20 points um, in his first NBA game ever. Um, the only person I think to have 20 points in their very first NBA game, if I'm not mistaken, is LeBron James. So that's good company he's uh, he's with right now. Um, I mean, he he's NBA ready, man. He was on that team with Duke last year with Zion Williamson, and um, you know he looks like he should be pretty promising. Um, he looks like it just just for a second, you know. Uh, just for temporarily, but you never know. Um, I actually got him on my fantasy team, so I hope he does well. And with Zion being out 
for the next six to eight weeks. He's already um, um, putting up a head start for his uh, rookie of the year, his rookie of the year um, status, you know, potential rookie of the year status. Um, they played the Spurs on Wednesday and they lost, but again, RJ um, had 21. And um, for the record, the Knicks will not be good. Um, as good as RJ can be, um, he is not um, the savior of the Knicks because they are, are a pretty disorganized franchise. I mean, they haven't won a championship since 1973. Uh, Lord knows when the last time they made the playoffs. I think I remember them making the playoffs one time when LeBron was still on the heat, and I believe they lost 4-1. But um, once again, I digress. The Knicks, uh, they're still going to be the same team, but just with a little bit more talent, basically. So uh Alonzo Trier I like him uh let me stop talking about the Knicks what am I I'm I'm continuing on about the Knicks uh RJ Barrett hopefully have a rookie of the year season the Knicks overall are trash all right now to the central division in the east um Milwaukee the Milwaukee Bucks they are also a contender in the eastern conference um could potentially represent the eastern NBA finals uh I mean, the Greek freak, man. What, what can I say about him? Reigning MVP right now. Um, yesterday, um, on Thursday, they played the Houston Rockets. Um, the man had a triple-double. Um, not even in the full game. They actually fouled out. He actually fouled out of the game with about six minutes left to go. While the game was still close against the Rockets uh, in Houston, you know, they played on the road, but that Milwaukee team still pulled it out against that new duo with Russell Westbrook and... Um, uh, James Harden, so it proves that the Milwaukee Bucks are more are more than just Giannis, but um, you know everything goes through Giannis on that team, man. That, that guy's the Greek freak. He seems to be improving his shot. He actually made um, four perimeter shots and was highly efficient during that game as well, too, um, for the league. If Giannis is confident in his shot, three point shot, we already seen strides in his three point game last year. And if he starts hitting mid-range shots and is um, gaining confidence, I mean, y'all just got to watch out, man. He, kid is 25. He might not have even reached his prime yet, and uh, he's ready to go with our whole team. They're looking to make a championship run this year. Um, on next to Detroit, Detroit Pistons, um, you know, they'll be lucky if they make the play. I can't, well, I mean, they made the playoffs last year. They were the eighth seed and got swept by the same Milwaukee Bucks that I just mentioned. Um, they're probably going to try and make a playoff push again as well. Andre Drummond uh, is a stud, you know, good big man. One of his games, one of the first, they played two games already. And I think the first game um, he had 30 and 20, 30 points, 20 rebounds in his opener. So, you know, he's legit. They just acquired Derrick Rose who had uh, 27 in his last game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes, he had 27 points. Um, um, shout out to Derrick Rose, man. Uh, he's still playing after two surgeries to both his legs. Um, but he's still, you know, um, being a productive player in the league. You know what I'm saying? That's why Detroit picked him up. So uh, Detroit uh, is going to try and, um, you know, make a playoff push. But don't expect too much from them in the long run. Uh, Detroit is going to be Detroit. Indiana. Indiana. Another team that's right in the middle of the pack at the Eastern Conference. Um, Victor Oladipo still out for a considerable amount of time based on his knee injury last year. He missed a significant amount of time. Um, but that team is still pretty solid. Um, 
you know, they acquired Michael Malcolm Brogdon, who the Milwaukee Bucks lost. Uh, Michael Brogdon uh, was a huge loss for Milwaukee because he um, he was a 50-40-90 player. That means that he shot exceptionally, not just efficient, but exceptional. If you shoot 50-40-90 in a season, if you're in that club, guys, just know that you are a shooter. Um, uh, and they they put him together with Vidola Depot in the backcourt once he comes back. But um, D Sabonis, Miles Turner, they got some young boys in there that can definitely play. Um, but overall, still in the middle of the pack. Maybe might make the playoffs. They could drop considering how things go if they get another big injury. But uh, we'll see with them. But nothing too huge to expect from them. The Chicago Bulls, uh, trash. They will not do anything again this year, but they do have a highlight player, two highlight players in uh, Zach Levine and um, Laurie Markinen, I believe. Yes, I think uh, Markinen's upside is even higher than Levine's. Um, first game that they played, they lost, but he had 30 points and 15 rebounds. Um, probably the first person to have that and their season opener was, I think you guys may know him if you watch basketball. His name is Michael Jordan. Uh, so that was pretty uh, relevant on what he did in that opener. But they still lost, unfortunately. And they're going to lose a lot the entire season. Chicago Bulls, can't worry about them. And uh, last in the Central Division is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, usually uh, when you mention Cleveland, you associate that with LeBron. But this is the second year since um, LeBron has left the Cleveland Cavaliers. And since he has left, in fact, both times when he left, um, they have been completely helpless. Uh, <laughs> the Cavs suck. Uh, they just extended uh, Seti Osman. Uh, gave him a $30 million extension. But uh, and they have Colin Sexton. They still got Kevin Love over there. But Kevin Love is just collecting his money and collecting stats, which are good for me because I have him on my fantasy team as well. So... Uh, keep doing your thing, Kevin, but the Cavs are trash. Uh, yeah, trash. So don't expect anything from them. Um, and now to round out the Eastern Conference is the Southeast Division. And I'll start with Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta actually just beat the Pistons last night on Thursday. Uh, uh, shout out to Vince Carter, who is playing his NBA record 20 to 22nd um 22nd season in the nba which is um like i said an nba record shout out to vince Carter, he's still balling he can still jump hopefully he um enters the dunk contest in his last year because he has declared that this is his last year in the nba but um you know over twenty-five thousand points half man half amazing uh legit hall of famer shout outs to him and Trey Young Trey Young is um he actually dogged the Pistons that game yesterday at 38 points shot very efficiently which was his problem last year um he wasn't too efficient until the second half of his rookie season uh but this year um you know he seems to try to make a a, a push to be a top five point guard in the NBA you know I'm sure that's one of his goals as far as Atlanta as a uh, team to do damage I don't think so they might win they won a, a little over 25 games last year, I believe. Um, maybe they might win five more games just because of the improvement of uh, Trey Young, um, uh, the improvement of uh, John Collins, and um, you know a couple of acquisitions that they had. But not really a team to do damage. If they make the playoffs, that that'll be a win for them. But I highly doubt it. 
Uh, Orlando. Orlando, uh, they made the playoffs last year. Um, I believe they just sneaked into the playoffs, even though, you know, yeah, they were in the bottom half. They were in the seventh seed and uh, played Toronto. Uh, Vujicic is um, an all-star. He's still a well, an all-star in the East. I'm sure most people don't even know who that is. Vujicic. Vujicic. Um, he's a good player, but he's their best player, in fact, too. But, you know, who knows if they'll make the playoffs this year again. All of the, all they are are his injury. All they are is one injury away from them completely dropping to the bottom of the East. Uh, Orlando also picked up Markel Fultz, um, who, if he doesn't prove that he is a productive player in the NBA, this will probably be his last stop on a team. Um, the game in which they won, um, he looked good. He had a, well, he looked okay. He just had an impressive dunk from um, going from end to end. Um, he's very athletic. That didn't seem to be his problem. It's just about him shooting, but we'll see how he does this season as well, too. We'll be looking from afar. Uh, Orlando, yeah, hit and miss as far as making the playoffs. They made it last year again, but only to the seventh seed. Don't expect too much from them. Charlotte, uh, trash. Yeah, <laughs> they're trash. Uh, I don't. Charlotte is the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> Look out for their uh, rookie PJ Washington. He had a, a great game on um, that first game that they played, and they actually won. I believe he had 27 and hit seven threes in his very first NBA game, um, which uh, deserves a mention. And I just mentioned it, but Charlotte trash. Don't expect nothing from them. Uh, Miami, uh, their best player currently right now is. Jimmy Butler, uh, shout out to Jimmy Butler. He just had uh, the birth of his daughter. Um, he didn't play that first game that they won, and he won't play the next two games on their road trip just because of that. But uh, because of the birth of his daughter, but uh, the Heat too, man. They're just right in the middle of the pack. We'll be lucky uh, to see. We'll be lucky to see if they they'll be lucky to get into the playoffs. Uh, basically, if they you know if they compete. Um, shout out to Derrick Jones Jr. though in that first game who completely posterized Vujicic um, in Memphis when they played on Tuesday. Like the first game of the the first uh, day of the NBA season, he might have already had the best poster of the entire season. Uh, he completely floored <laughs> Vujicic with his dunk. Um, great athletic player. Uh, kind of, you know, decent team. Eric Spolster is a very underrated coach. He was uh, the coach that... Uh, Coach Miami Heat when they had the big three of Chris Bosh, LeBron James, and Dwayne Wade. Um, and he's still there, and he will be there for a while because he's an exceptional coach, but they'll be lucky to make the playoffs. Uh, Washington trash. Hot garbage. Um, get a, They are a dumpster fire. Bradley Beal is the only person worth mentioning because um, he's a great player. Currently, he's their best player because John Wall who they completely overpaid and was also injured, re-injured himself while dancing in his crib. Uh, as, I mean, Washington, man. <sighs> the Wizards and the Redskins, they're just completely embarrassing the nation's capital. Uh, shout out to the Nationals uh, real quick because they look like they will uh, win the World Series after uh, uh, winning the first two against Houston. And they do play tonight in the World Series tonight on Friday. Um, but Washington, hot garbage. Um, after Bradley Bill, there's no one else worth mentioning. So um, I'm done with them. And that is the whole Eastern Conference. Now let's go to the West. All right, the West, then Conference and the Northwest Division. We'll start with Denver. Denver, 
uh, they had an excellent uh, run last year. Went seven games with uh, Portland in the second round, but unfortunately lost that seventh game. That went, I think, game six is what went to four OTs. Uh, four over, like, yeah, like four OTs. Went to overtime four times with um, Portland last year. And, um, you know, they have a couple of studs Jamal Murray, uh, Will Barton, and uh, Paul Millsap. But the, the stud is uh, Nik- Nikola, the Joker. I'm going to just call him the Joker. If y'all know basketball, y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, Nikola, um, Nikola um, Jokic is an excellent player. Uh, arguably the best big man in the league. Definitely the best passing big man in the league. Uh, he can shoot uh, highly efficient. He can rebound. And he doesn't even, he's not highly athletic at all. If I give you song with clothes on, you wouldn't think that he is a professional basketball player. But uh, with that team and, um, you know, the, the chemistry that they have, they look like they can make a run in the West this year. Definitely going to be in the playoffs. Definitely, you know, get past the second round and we'll see how well they do. Uh, Utah, Utah Jazz, they just recently picked up uh, Mike Conley Jr., who will be a great compliment to Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is a stud. He's the best player on that team. Highly, highly athletic, uh, very efficient. Uh, well, efficient his, his sophomore season last year. Uh, you know, he kind of dropped down a little bit, but he's looking to make that jump. Probably be an all-star this year. I think he will be an all-star this year. He has a lot of uh, drive in him, and he looks like a... Uh, he's trying to, to, you know, turn Utah into a perennial uh, playoff team. Quinn Snyder is an excellent coach, so they could do. They're definitely going to be in the playoffs, I think, and they can definitely do damage. Uh, on to Minnesota. Minnesota, they're, uh, you know, they're a decent team. Um, they have a player, Cat Carl Anthony Towns, um, very talented player. Uh, that's actually the player that went wild on my Nets on uh, Wednesday uh, they beat the Nets in Brooklyn on Wednesday unfortunately and um, they have you know again Cat is an excellent player which is their big man Carl Anthony Towns can do a little bit of everything can improve defensively but he's definitely a stud all-star level type player but Andrew Wiggins you know <laughs> he's so mediocre it's not even funny and um, they'll expect him to step up if they're to make a playoff push but honestly I don't see it. Um, he's just an offensive player who clearly has not uh, seemed to work on his game. In fact, he made a comment towards ESPN because ESPN um, released their top 100 players in the NBA, and he stated why he wasn't on it. Um, you're not on it because you're not that good. But, yeah, Minnesota, uh, bottom half of the playoff picture, maybe not, maybe might not even make the playoffs uh, just because of uh, their youth and you know, it just haven't done much. On to Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma City Thunder, who was synonymous for several years with Russell Westbrook, but Russell Westbrook is currently now on the Houston Rockets, and he was traded for Chris Paul. Chris Paul right now is on the Oklahoma City Thunder, and um, to be honest, uh, they'll be lucky if they make the playoffs. I don't think they will make it. Uh, Chris Paul really doesn't want to be there. Uh, he's still going to play because he is a professional. Chris Paul, one of the um, best point guards in NBA history. Uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. But, uh, in fact, that's where he started his career. On the Oklahoma City Hornets. That's when they were called the Oklahoma City Hornets. And, um, you know, Steven Adams, 
Who else they got over there? Chris Paul, Steven Adams. Can't really think of anybody else like that. Uh, they'll be lucky if they make the playoffs. I don't think that they will. Uh, Chris Paul might not even make it there past the season. Uh, hopefully, Steven Adams. Um, Steven Adams might get traded himself. Uh, hopefully, he does a little something just because he's on my fantasy team too. But uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, not too, uh, uh, not too promising for them. And uh, last but not least in the Northwest Division, you got Portland, the Portland Trailblazers. We already know about uh, Dame Lillard, superstar, super stud. Uh, loved him more because he embarrassed the Oklahoma City Thunder when they were good last year with Paul George and um, <clears throat> Russell Westbrook. Uh, anybody that I don't even think you have to watch basketball to remember what he did to them last year after making like a 35 foot three to end their season and wave bye bye to them. Like that is freaking iconic. In fact, Damian Lillard, um, he has two playoff buzzer beaters um within the last six years um which is amazing uh and he signed a new contract as well too i believe one over 190 million dollars which he deserves um damian lillard is a stud cj mccullum stud as well um arguably uh the best backcourt that's playing in the nba right now and damian lillard and cj mccullum and they added hassan whiteside uh who is a defensive stalwart um big man in the middle block shots get rebound um portland is definitely going to be a playoff team and they can do damage you know uh but we'll see with them they've always been in the middle of the pack they went to the western conference finals last year um faced the golden state warriors uh but they lost unfortunately but i'm sure they're hungry for uh, a championship and to go far so we'll see what they do on to the pacific division hmm all right we're gonna start with the la clippers man this Clippers team, the Los Angeles Clippers. No, not the Lakers. I said the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, they are a team to be reckoned with already. Um, as of right now, they just beat the LA Lakers and they just beat the Golden State Warriors in a matter of about 48 hours. Um, they are exceptional. Uh, they had a 40. They had 48 wins last year. Uh, and um, took the Golden State Warriors to six games in the first round. And they just recently added uh, All-Star and Paul George, who was a leader in steals and had an MVP-like season with Oklahoma City last year. And the finals MVP of 2000, the 2019 finals, Kawhi Leonard, the claw, uh, Mr. <laughs> I can't even do the laugh. The laugh is bad, robotic and crazy. Um, it's kind of silly as well, too, but he is not silly on the court. Um, Kawhi is arguably the best player in basketball right now. Uh, the best two-way player in basketball right now. The man can score when he wants to. Uh, he can stop just about any perimeter player. Um, he just gets down to business, man. Highly efficient. And um, with uh, Patrick Beverly, uh, <laughs> with Patrick Beverly, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard, Honestly, you guys can argue with me if I'm wrong, if you know basketball. I think they can, um, you know, arguably be compared defensively to Ron Harper, Michael Jordan, and Scottie Pippen. Honestly, I don't know, man. Defensively in the perimeter, they're, they're going to have, I mean, they're just going to be amongst the best. Maybe amongst the best that we've ever seen. Uh, the Clippers are here to stay. They have an excellent coach, Doc Rivers, who is a um, champion 
won a 2008 championship with um, the Boston Celtics. Um, they have Tyrone Liu as an assistant coach who was a championship head coach himself with the Cavaliers when they won in 2016. Um, they are just ready to make uh, a finals push. They're being pretty modest right now, but uh, they have an excellent starting five. They have a great bench of Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell. Um, they're just ready to go. So look out for the Clippers. We're going to be talking a lot about them this year, especially when it comes to the postseason. On to Phoenix. Uh, I would say trash. Uh, Devin Booker is a stud. Um, you would think that DeAndre uh, Ayton, you would call him. I mean, you would think that he would get better, but we won't see that for 25 games. He just got suspended uh, for, um, yes, DeAndre Ayton, which was the number one pick last year. Uh, he just got suspended for um, some type of masking agent for PEDs. Um, real stupid. Um, well, I won't say him. Maybe his trainers, I'm sure, have something to do with that. Maybe they slipped him something in the food that he was eating. Who knows? But again, if you have him in your fantasy team, I know you're tight uh, because he looked like there was going to be a lot of upside. He was going to make some progressions this season, especially since the first game that they played, they actually won. And he had 18 points, 11 rebounds, and four blocks. So he looked like he was going to do some great things. But we won't know till around Christmas time. So Phoenix, yeah, and that basically threw their season in the trash if you didn't already think that their season was in the trash. So Phoenix Suns, bye-bye. Now on to the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. I'm only doing that because uh, LeBron. LeBron James is still there, 17th year in the league. Still a top five player in the league. Future Hall of Famer, arguably. Not arguably, he's one of the best players ever played basketball. I um, mean, did not make the playoffs last year um, after going to the finals eight straight years in a row before that. Um, but he got some help. They acquired some help. They just recently got Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, if you don't know, he is a top five, top three player, most likely. Uh, one of the best two-way players in the league as well. He can score from anywhere. Has the abilities of a guard. He can work inside. He can work outside. Defensively, he's one of the best defensive big men in the league as well, too. Highly intelligent, high basketball IQ. He's just a stud. Um, the Pelicans uh, finally let him go uh, since he was trapped in, handcuffed there. And, um, you know, the Lakers are trying to make a championship push as well, too. And they share the same arena with the L.A. Clippers, who are trying to make their championship push. Um, it's going to be a real battle in L.A., um, but the Lakers are going to make it a formidable one, I believe. Um, they're very big. <laughs> they also acquired Dwight Howard. Still got JaVel McGee. Um, great perimeter defenders in uh, Rajon Rondo, Avery Bradley, Danny Green, who actually won the championship, NBA championship with Kawhi Leonard in Toronto. Uh, they just made some excellent pickups. Uh, defensively, I think that they can um, bang with the best of them. And obviously having, uh, uh, again, LeBron James and Anthony Davis having that type of duel, arguably the best duel in basketball, you got to put them up there. They're definitely going to make the playoffs, and you got to put them up there as far as uh, possibly being in the championship. But uh, the Clippers are going to make it hard for them. But, uh, yeah, shout out to LeBron, man. That's my favorite player of all time. Uh, hopefully he gets another championship, <laughs> another finals MVP, so we can start making this um, greatest player ever argument uh, a little bit more argumentative. Uh, Michael Jordan still is a, currently the greatest player ever, but if LeBron wins another championship and then possibly another championship, um, I don't know, guys. I think I might just put him up there as having uh, the throne for real. Um, but yeah, um, 
continuing in the Pacific Division, we have the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Golden State, who have went to the championship, went to the NBA Finals for five years and has won three of them. They won in 2015, 2017, 2018. Um, 2015, that was their first championship in 40 years. Um, that was obviously the arrival of Steph Curry. Um, well, Steph Curry arrived before them, but as far as being somebody to be um, feared in this league for a long time, 2015 is when they definitely made their mark. And uh, 2016, uh, Steph Curry actually became the first unanimous, um, the first unanimously voted MVP um, in the league, which was a high honor. And they won 73 games, um, which was the most in um ever in a regular season, but lost the championship to uh, LeBron James and the Cavaliers in 2016. But then after after they lost, they was like, oh, let's get, you know, arguably the best player in the game in Kevin Durant. So 2017, 2018, they had acquired, uh, they won championships with Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant being the two-time finals MVP. But last year, 2019, KD got hurt, got hurt against uh, Houston, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, Tried to rush him back. Ended up getting hurt again in the finals against Toronto. Toronto beat them for the championship. And this season, um, and also, Klay Thompson got hurt in the process as well, too, tearing his ACL. Um, shout out to Klay Thompson because he's one tough dude, even though he's light-skinned. <laughs> it's joking. Um, not Klay Thompson. Splash Brothers, basically, best shooting backcourt, um, arguably, ever in the league. Um, but this year, um, Clay Thompson could potentially miss the entire season, according to Steve Kerr, their um, head coach. And um, at least um, at least 50% of the season he's missing. Um, so Steph Curry, as far as offensively, will be by himself as far as to carry the load. Uh, Draymond Green is a great player as well, too. Um, probably one of the most versatile defenders ever in NBA history and is a playmaker, but he is not a scorer. And Golden State, they are, in fact, they just recently played the Clippers and the Clippers destroyed them. Steph Curry did not shoot well. He shot eight for 20, um, which is 40%, which is not, you know, he had 23 points, but shooting 40% is not his thing from the field and had eight turnovers, um, a la Patrick Beverly. Um, and yeah, man, Golden State, to be honest, I mean, they'll be lucky if they make the playoffs, to be honest, man. The Wild Wild West has never, hasn't been a joke in a long time. And they do not have the same firepower that they have had before. And teams know that and they will be gunning for them, especially Steph Curry. Steph Curry is the best shooter of all time. Three-time NBA champion, two-time finals MVP, first ballot Hall of Famer, Michael Jordan. Anybody knows why I said that? That means you know basketball. Um, But yeah. Uh, the Warriors, they're going to have a tough season, man. If they make the playoffs, I think it'll be um, I think it'll be a blessing. Charles Barkley already told Klay Thompson to his face that they will not make the playoffs this year because they just don't have enough scoring. And after Klay Thompson, oh, yeah, shout out to D'Angelo Russell, who was a Brooklyn Net last year, um, became an all-star last year, and then was traded from the Brooklyn Nets to the Warriors. And besides D'Angelo Russell, Steph Curry, and Draymond Green, uh... I don't know who they got, man. Willie Cauley Stein, but he, I think he's hurt. Um, the casual fan does not know Willie Cauley Stein, obviously. And that's it, man. They don't got nobody else. So Golden State, we'll see. And then to round out the Pacific Division is Sacramento. Sacramento Kings, uh, yeah, man. 
Uh, they made strides last year. They didn't make the playoffs, but they were awfully close. I believe they were in the ninth, uh, the ninth spot. Um, obviously, to make the playoffs, you have to be have the best record in each conference from one through eight, and Sacramento was nine last year. So they were just right on the cusp, but just didn't make it. Um, I think they will be right around the cusp again. Um, De'Aaron Fox is a stud, arguably the fastest player in the league. Um, made multiple strides last year, and I think he will make strides this year. Um, Buddy Heald, who called out the management of Sacramento to get paid, and it worked. I believe he signed an extension for uh, four years, $90 million. Um, one of the best shooters in the NBA as well, too, Buddy Heald. Um, but then after that, again, I don't know who else to quote for Sacramento. So even though they have a great backcourt, you know, as far as coaching and going throughout the long season, we got to see what they do. Um, I predict them not making the playoffs again, but we'll see. Who knows? And then to round out uh, this segment, I'm going to talk about the Southwest of the West, uh, Western Conference. San Antonio, oh, man, LaMarcus Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan, uh, great duo, good duo, excuse me. Um, they could make the playoffs, but then they could not as well, man. It's not the same Spurs that, um, you know, beat the Heat in 2014 and not the same Spurs that, uh, you know, have Tim Duncan and David Robinson and Manny Ginobili and Tony Parker. They're just a different uh, set of, um, it's a different era we're in right now, but they do have Greg Popovich, Greg Popovich, who is uh, one of the best NBA coaches of all time, arguably the best NBA coach of all time, honestly, even past Phil Jackson, because uh, um, how many in each era in which he's won championships. Uh, so we'll see what they do. Definitely could make the playoffs. Uh, definitely could not, but we'll see. Uh, Dallas, Dallas Mavericks, uh, they got a shot as well too to make the playoffs. But they just might not, man. Luka Doncic, he had an excellent rookie season. He was rookie of the year last year. As soon as they he started playing last year, started setting the league on fire. Highly charismatic, uh, very smooth in his play. Uh, very eldest, very veteran-like uh, last year as a rookie. He had like a veteran swag about him, like he had just been doing this before. In fact, he had been doing this professionally before because... Um, in the Euro League, he was he was a Euro League MVP uh, the year before that he got drafted, and um, you know he's seen his he he's seen his uh, his he's seen his share of professional basketball before he even came to the NBA. So uh, I believe he's going to make strides again in the second year. And Chris Stapps Porzingis, uh, he is finally healthy after being out for like fifty thousand years. Uh, we haven't seen him in that long. But uh, he looked good in his first game back, even though I believe they played the Washington Wizards, who are um, trash bags, which I mentioned earlier, like they're just hot garbage. So, But the fact that he's healthy, um, I mean, 7-3, he can shoot, he can, you know, defend, take big guys off the dribble, use his size, uh, um, use his size to back down smaller guys. Uh, Dallas should be, uh, you know, they should be interesting to watch this year. Could make the playoffs, could not. But we'll see. Uh, two more teams. Uh, three more teams. Houston. Houston Rockets. Uh, I mean, they have arguably the uh, best offensive player in the game in James Harden. James Harden, the beard. He's a stud. Uh, you know, former MVP. Um, you know, multiple scoring champion. He's like the, he's like the ultimate combo guard, man. He can run. He can bring the ball up as your point guard. And he can shoot the lights out as your shooting guard. And this year, he has teamed up with his buddy, 
um, that he's known since he was four, uh, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook as well. Uh, excellent player. Missed the triple-double. Uh, you know, average triple-doubles these last three years, even though as far as shooting-wise and being on a shooting team like Houston with that Mike D'Antoni system, he, um, I mean, it's an interesting pairing, man. Um, he's still fast as, fast as, <laughs> fast as hell. Um, he's a walking fast break, highly intense. Um, every time you play him, he's going to play like, every time he plays, he's going to play as like, it's his last game ever, you know. Um, but you, I mean, Houston should make the playoffs, but I'm just very personally curious about that duo. Um, with them both having such high usage rate rates, um, I just don't know how it's going to work. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's not a great shooter, Russell Westbrook. Uh, he shot, I think, under 30% from three for his entire career. Um, and he's been in the league over 10 years. So to pair him with uh, James Harden, uh, we're just going to see. They should make the playoffs, but as far as doing damage for a championship, I just don't know. You just got to see see if um, Russell Westbrook can change up, change up his game and see if those Rockets can... Uh, um, you know, they can keep the momentum as far as being amongst the elite in the Western Conference. Um, last two teams, you got the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, they have been completely reshaped since last year. Last year, they had the stud Anthony Davis, but he obviously wanted to get out of there um, because he didn't want to play in the Smoothie King arena anymore. Yes, he played in the Smoothie King arena. That was the arena in New Orleans. So, you know, he had to leave. Um, but the uh, Lakers, um, they traded for him and they acquired Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart and Lonzo Ball, along with a couple of draft picks, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, the rookie sensation, Zion Williamson. Uh, in the preseason, he looked exceptional, highly efficient. He shot 83, 83% from the floor, not from the free throw line, from the floor. Highly efficient. He looked good. He looked awesome. And then before the regular season started, he got hurt. Torres Meniscus um, said he's set to be out for six to eight weeks, uh, which is going to put a huge dent in um, hopes of him winning rookie of the year. But, um, I mean, when he comes back, everybody's going to want to see him, man. He's uh, 6'7", 285 pounds. He lit up the basketball world, not just college, but the entire basketball world last year with Duke. Um, highly impressive. Seems like a good kid as well, too. Good head on the shoulders. Highly motivated. Um, we wish him the best as he comes back. Um, there hasn't been a more hype rookie coming into the NBA um, than him since LeBron James. So I'm curious to see what New Orleans will do. I'm curious to see what him he'll do. Uh, and, you know, I won't say playoff team because they are considerably young. But if Zion is that big of an impact player and he's healthy, you know, who knows? Sky's the limit. And then we got Memphis to round out uh, the Western Conference. Uh, John Morant and uh, that's it. You know, John Morant was the uh, number two second overall pick in the uh, 2019 NBA draft. Um, he looks very athletic, very fast, can handle the ball. Um, that's why they let go of Mike Conley Jr., who played for the Grizzlies for uh, multiple years um, to make way for John Morant. Um, but they're not making the playoffs. Uh, they uh, don't. Yeah, man, we're just going to see if John Morant can um, try and put in a bid for this rookie of the year title um, with uh, RJ and Zion. And uh, that rounds it out as far as uh, 
what's gonna uh, my take as far as the teams in the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. So up next, uh, well to end as well too, I'm just gonna talk a little bit about the the Brooklyn Nets and what I expect for them, what I expect from them, and um, to also talk about what we're going, you know, where we going this year and for the years to come. All right, all right, guys. Episode almost over. Stay tuned. All right. Cheer. Hey, 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 people. What's going on? Uh, just making my final segment as far as with this episode. Uh, I told you guys I was just going to talk about the uh, Brooklyn Nets as I have uh, briefly gave a, uh, you know, bit of summaries on all the NBA teams. You know, I had to save the best for last, obviously. Um, you know, giving a little history to Brooklyn Nets last year. Did some amazing things. Um, Coach Kenny Atkinson. Uh, coached his butt off as far as taking a team that wasn't even expected to make the playoffs um, into the team we currently have right now. Uh, last year, um, Brooklyn made the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference, and in the first round, we went up against the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, we definitely did win a game, and uh, we gave them a good fight, but you know, ultimately we went down to the 76ers because they had just two, two major all-stars and Joel Embiid and uh, Ben Simmons proved to be a little bit too much for us. But as our season ended and then ultimately the um, entire NBA season ended, uh, Brooklyn did something amazing, and which was um, sign uh, uh, a flurry of players, including our own big three, as you may call it, which was uh, DeAndre Jordan, uh, former defensive player of the year, big man for the Clippers, Mavericks, and he played for the Knicks prior to. Um, he played for the Knicks uh, last season, but was an excellent pickup defensively. Uh, big man, athletic, could rebound, block shots, um, definitely be a defensive anchor. Uh, also signing 2016 NBA champion, uh, and perennial all-star Kyrie Irving. Uh, if you know anything about Kyrie Irving, he's one of the best point guards in the league. Definitely extremely great shooter. Uh, arguably the best handles um, of any NBA player ever, honestly. Man has the ball on a yo-yo. Uh, can finish with both his right and left hand. Extremely charismatic. Uh, played for the Boston Celtics last year, but uh, uh became a free agent and decided to sign with us and the crown jewel um of that entire deal I don't care what anybody says even if he's hurt the crown jewel of um that entire deal was signing none other than former MVP two-time NBA finals MVP um scoring phenom one of the best players in the league um trying to be one of the best players in NBA history and Kevin Durant uh, for those guys I don't know, Kevin Durant, my goodness, uh, almost legit seven feet, one of the best shooters in uh, NBA history, um, has, he's a 50, 40, and 90 um, club member as well, which means that he's extremely efficient, um, can beat you inside, can beat you outside, uh, great handle for a big man, um, 
is just an all-around excellent player. Um, top three, and when he's healthy, top three player in the league, um, bar none, because he can't be any lower than three. Um, so yes, Brooklyn definitely acquired those three players in order to uh, round out uh, what the Brooklyn Nets will look like for the foreseeable future. And uh, our season started uh, on Wednesday. Uh, I, like I mentioned before, Kyrie was hurt. Um, excuse me, not Kyrie. Kevin Durant was hurt after being rushed back by the Golden State Warriors to try to um, complete a three-peat and get three straight championships. Um, he was initially hurt in the Houston Rockets series last year. Um, had an Achilles injury. And uh, they tried to rehab him super quick. Um, and it um, showed to be too quick because uh, in the final series against Toronto, he re-injured himself and completely tore his um, Achilles, uh, forcing him to, you know, be out the just about the entire 2019-2020 season. And um, ultimately, the Golden State Warriors fell to the Toronto Raptors um, to win the 2019 NBA championship. But uh, even though KD is hurt, we have him for at least uh, three years. We have him and Kyrie at least for the next three years. Um, The fourth year will be um, optional for both players. But um, hopefully with the success that we plan to have, the Brooklyn Nets plan to have, um, they will be around for even longer than uh, four. So we'll see what's up. But like I said, um, as of right now, Kyrie is the top dog right now. Um, a lot of animosity with him with his tenure in Boston um, at the beginning of the 2019, 2018 season. Uh, he actually uh, spoke to the Boston fans and said that he planned on resigning there. But um, as you guys clearly can see, he is now a Brooklyn Nets, so that didn't work out. But um, I think he's just making a fresh start. You know what I'm saying? He's from Jersey. Um, so he's very familiar with the franchise, with um, the Brooklyn Nets franchise previously being the New Jersey Nets. Um, so he's a hometown kid. He's very motivated. I'm sure he heard all of the uh, all of the the critics and the remarks, the negative remarks going his way as far as him as a player, as far as him as a man. You know, a lot of people called him weird. A lot of people called him kind of shady. Um, can't say it was completely unwarranted but if there's one thing that you cannot doubt with Kyrie Irving it is that he is an exceptional basketball player all the guys I know if you remember in 2016 I mean he was drafted in 2011 by the Cleveland Cavaliers um a couple of years before LeBron came back and even from his rookie year we can all see that the kid was a stud man he was just an excellent player uh when it's time to get on the court he's just about handling his business um, he continued to get better and better and better. Obviously, LeBron came and rejoined the team back for the start of the 2014-2015 season. And they um, ultimately won a championship in 2016. And even though LeBron was the finals MVP, um, if you remember that series, nobody can forget in Game 7 the shot that he took over the MVP of that regular season, which was Steph Curry. Talk about wanting the ball at the last minute at the last second Kyrie is super clutch took a step back three-pointer in Steph Curry's face inevitably to um put them over and, and win the NBA championship man that, that that's one of the, the greatest shots in NBA finals history and that's the guy that we got on this roster this year 
to try and take us uh, to where we need to go. Uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie are very good friends. Um, I would think that they would um, blend very well when Kevin Durant gets back. But like I said earlier, right now, we just got Kyrie and he's holding it down for us. And boy, on Wednesday, did he hold it down. First game ever as a Brooklyn Net, my man Kyrie Irving scores 50 points. 5-0. Freaking amazing, man. And it wasn't just, you know, he didn't take 50 shots to score 50 points. He was highly efficient. Man was 17 from 33. Took 33 shots, um, made 17 of them. That's over 50%. Um, took 10 free throws and made nine of them. That's 90%. And um, took 14 threes and made seven of them. That's 50%. What that means is just super efficiency. He's one of the best shooters in the NBA. Um, I mean, he's just excellent, man. 58 and eight, 50 points, eight rebounds, seven assists. Even caught a block in there. And no turnovers. Once again, I repeat, no turnovers. The man was just super exceptional in his first game um, in the Barclays and as a Brooklyn Net. Uh, it went into overtime with Minnesota, and unfortunately, we didn't get the W, but never to fear, it's only game one, you know, but I think Kyrie was personally sending a message, man. He's here to play. He's focused. Um, he's, you know, rejuvenated, um, and I'm sure he's trying to prove a lot of critics wrong. Uh Obviously, when Kevin Durant comes back, that's when the Brooklyn Nets can, you know, come back completely as a as a as a real contender for the championship and as a powerhouse. But with the team that we got right now, with Kyrie leading the way, um, I think we'll be just fine. People, uh, Karis LeVert, he shot well as well. He was nine for nineteen from the field, had twenty points, five boards, four assists. Uh, um, Torian Prince, who was an excellent pickup from Atlanta, who was also recently extended, uh, extended two years for $29 million, had 15 points, 11 boards. Uh, Joe Harris, um, again, Joe Harris, the shooter that beat Steph Curry in a shooting contest last year. Um, My man had 14 points, uh, hit four threes, shot five for nine from the field. Um, And then Whitty coming off the bench once again, uh, 14 14 points. Then Whitty has just always been solid for us. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, Brooklyn is, uh, we look, we're looking good. We're just Brooklyn, Brooklyn is here. Uh, tonight, facing the New York Knicks in the Barclays again. And, uh, Kyrie said it earlier today too, on this Friday, before this season is done, New York will be a next town. And I'm going to repeat that again. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Before this season is done, New York City will be a Nets town. And when we have that Nets town and it's declared after this season, next season, when we get our man KD back, the Durantula, one of the best players in the NBA, trying to go for that championship. You already know, guys. So just be ready. All right, second game tonight. The Barclays against the New York Knicks. I mean, I mean, let's let's go, man. Let's let's do it. Um, I I foresee us winning about the 45, maybe even 50 games. Um, Kenny Atkinson is a is a very really good coach. Um, uh, he seems to be a players' coach. 
um, he helped in the uh, progression of D'Angelo Russell. You know, D'Angelo Russell, he was always thought of as a good player, but he became an all-star last year uh, with Brooklyn. So, and right now, we got an all-star slash NBA champion leading the way. So, I expect to see good things. And 50 wins. I, I see 50 wins for this team this year, which means that we should definitely get in the playoffs, no question. You know, hopefully, a, you know, third, fourth seed. Um, I would say fourth seed is more realistic, but I say four just to make sure we have home court advantage in the first round. Uh, we didn't get that last year. So if we can uh, get that gold, I would just, you know, give us some hope to just do some damage while we advance in the playoffs. But yeah, we're here, Brooklyn. Um, throughout this season, I'll be making a whole bunch of episodes, giving you updates uh, from the league, um, especially from the Brooklyn Nets. Um, you guys are here for me all season. And uh, I want to thank all you guys for taking your time out to listen the podcast uh hope we get more viewers i mean not more viewers more subscribers uh listening and uh let's have a good season brooklyn let's go next thank you for listening and i am wale and we are live from bed stock voice of the brooklyn Nets. all right guys enjoy peace